Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad-grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega And unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What is going down everybody? Welcome to another edition of Am I on the Air? Your weekly one-stop shop when it comes to entertainment news. Whether it be in the movie world or the TV world, I bring it to you. All the news in the last week that has broke, uh, that's interesting, I will be delivering that to you. My name is Don Mega. This right here, of course, is Am I on the Air? And tonight is Season 10, Episode 13, on this April the 6th. Tonight's episode is called See You Again. And uh, I'm very happy to bring you this episode. We got a lot of news to get to. um, But mainly I'm excited to do the movie review of the week. And that's going to be our number one film in the world right now. Not just domestically in the U.S., but in the world. It's Furious 7. This is my franchise right here Uh, The Fast and Furious franchise Um, I love it I love it so much So we're going to be breaking that down Talking about Furious 7 Um, Be talking about the new Am I Still in the Air That we're going to be doing here in a couple days So lots of Fast and Furious news uh, Coming at you Um, But welcome, I'm so happy you're all here with me On this lovely Monday afternoon um, we are broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios And of course, please follow Red Dragons Radio on Twitter So you always know what's going down with all the great entertainment that is on the network Before we get started, I want to shout out um, If you all remember last month, I talked about the very first debut episode of Red Dragons Assemble Red Dragons Assemble is the new spin-off show, so to speak, uh, of Am I on the Air and of, of all the shows pretty much on Red Dragons Radio uh, Because we combine some hosts, uh, you have myself, along with Geeky Pat, and Peeps So the three of us, we come together once a month and we do an episode uh, under the title Red Dragons Assemble Now, the... What we do is we basically cover Most of the information that you've already heard on this show But the thing is, is that you get to hear it from multiple perspectives Um, You get to hear a fresh kind of take on it It might be news that 
you know, dropped a month ago and you don't even remember what it was and it refreshes your memory or, you know, maybe I had one particular view on it and then Peeps has another. There's a lot of different ways to go with it. And that's why I love Red Dragons Assemble. So we put out our first episode in March and it was talking about all the February news. The release kind of schedule for Red Dragons Assemble is always going to be the beginning of the month. So the beginning of the month, talking about the previous month. So we put out an episode last week um, on April 2nd or 3rd, I believe. And um, we're, of course, doing a March news wrap-up. So all the biggest stories that dropped in March, we talked about. We talked about Deadpool. We talked about it being, you know... um, Actually, I'll talk about it on this show, so I don't want to spoiler alert. We kind of we we broke our own fourth wall a little bit on the Deadpool news because that was actually April news, and um, but it was so big we had to talk about it. So a lot of Deadpool news, X Men Apocalypse, Batman v Superman. um, You know, we were all over the place. TV stuff. I mean, it's just there's a lot. We we dived in and we did a lot. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. The episode is long. Um, but there's only one to listen to for the entire month. Uh, but yes, the second brand new episode that is up right now is close to three hours long. It's not intentional, but it's just the fact that you have three personalities talking about these subjects and really talking about a month's worth of news. You know, I, if you think about it, I do a week's worth of news in about 45 minutes to an hour uh, every week here on this show. So imagine that times four weeks worth of news And then add a couple more people chiming in and giving their take on things It makes sense it's going to be that long So I don't know if every episode will be that long We'll just kind of make our way through it um, But we don't want to be We don't want to have a time constraint either Because we only do the show once a month So bottom line is Go check out the second episode of Red Dragons Assemble Um If you don't have three hours in one shot, that's fine Just bookmark where you left off And you can listen to an hour a week or whatever Until you get to the, you know, our next episode That we do in May That could work also So go check out The episode is just simply called 2 And um, you can find it on RedDragonsRadio.com You can find it on iTunes, you can find it on Stitcher So go check it out It's also on Spreaker now as well So plenty of places to find it Go listen to Red Dragons Assemble with myself, Geeky Pat, and Peeps as listen to us break down all the entertainment news for the last 30 days. Alright? Okay, enough of that plug. Let's get into it and let's start it off with our movie review of Furious 7. The seventh title in the Fast and Furious franchise. I love this franchise. This is this is my jam right here. I think it might be one of the best um, franchises going. I mean, really, to go seven films and only be getting like better and better and better as you get into the later films, uh, is a Christmas miracle. I mean, I've just never seen it happen before. And they continue this trend. This movie originally was supposed to come out in July of last year, um, but as we all know, uh, tragically, Paul Walker lost his life um, during the filming of this movie. And the studio was faced with, you know, an idea of Do we scrap what we have and start all over again? Or do we include him? Do we kill him off? Do we write him off? What do we do with the Brian O'Connor character that Paul Walker played? 
And it was hard They shut down production for quite some time They rewrote some of the script And then they decided to go ahead and finish it And they brought in Paul Walker's two brothers To kind of be a stand-in for him And they used a little bit of CGI magic And they were able to finish the film And I'm so glad they did Because this movie was beautiful I mean it was an excellent film First and foremost The movie's just awesome I mean it is just amazingly off the chain If you're a fan of Fast and Furious Especially number 4, 5, and 6 You are going to love this one just as much Um, It fits into the mold of the last couple films Um, Everybody's awesome in it We have the addition of Kurt Russell in this one Which I thought he was amazing And he's supposedly going to be back for some more uh, Possibly in number 8 and 9 You know, of course Jason Statham as the bad guy He was incredible as the bad guy in this film It was the first kind of villain almost in the Fast and Furious franchise That I was like Alright man, like he's something Like he's got something up on Dom and his crew Um, which is something you don't really get too often anymore with these movies As much as I loved Luke Evans as the bad guy in part 6 Jason Statham just takes it to another level So, um, I'll be spoiler free on this There's some things I want to say about a couple of these things But I'll hold tight, we'll save it for the, uh, Fast and Furious Am I still on the air that we're gonna do Um, you know, basically the gist of the story, and it's kind of convoluted a little bit, um, is, you know, you have Jason Statham's character around, they pick up showing you the little stinger version from, um, number six, which is him killing Han, and then saying, Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to, and, um, so... They basically are going after this dude Kurt Russell's character comes in And he plays this character called like Mr. Nobody uh, Who's like a secret government agent He tells Dom Kind of like The Rock where it's like you know We need your help of your crew Dom Because none of these military outfits can handle it on their own They need the street racing crew uh, Which is just part of the glory of these films Um, But they need help from Dom and his crew And they say you know if you help us We'll help you find Jason Statham's character And everybody's kind of helping each other out um, they get this new hacker girl in, into the group, and um, and and the action henses. So, just really great stuff, really great action. I thought they played off the Paul Walker stuff perfectly. A lot of people are still asking me, did did they kill him off in this movie? Spoiler alert: No, they don't kill him off. They write him off in a very nice way. We've always heard that the studio said we're not going to kill him. We're going to retire his character, and honestly. I remember thinking up to watching this movie and saying, that's stupid. Why would you retire the character? Just kill it off. You know, Paul Walker would probably want that himself. But I gotta be a little humble here and say that when the movie got to its final scene and you basically are saying goodbye to the Brian O'Connor character, it's, it's sad. And they nailed it They did it so perfect With the way The crew acts With the music in the background With what happens When it all comes back together And the symbolism that they choose to use I'm not going to describe it Because I don't want to ruin it for anybody Um, But it's so beautiful I mean and it's, it's the best Ending to a movie That you could think of I mean this franchise could simply end Right now with the way number 7 ended And you would be completely happy And I wouldn't fault 
the studio or Vin Diesel or anybody on the crew if they decided we're done and we don't want to do anymore because of losing Paul. They ended number seven so perfect that I could never argue that. Which makes me feel kind of like a dick for saying they should have just killed him off. Because this was a beautiful way to handle it. Um, tonight's show title is called See You Again. And the connection to that in Fast and Furious is it's a song on the soundtrack. And it's a song that's playing during this final scene in the movie. Talking about, you know, goodbye my friend and till I see you again. You know, basically in heaven. And, uh... It's a sweet song um, It's it's by Wiz Khalifa He actually raps the, the main part of the song And uh, he has a guy on there I've never heard of him before But he uh, He goes by the name of Charlie Puth And uh, Wiz Khalifa Featuring Charlie Puth uh, With the song See You Again It is available on the uh, Furious 7 soundtrack and it's just, it's a beautiful song They just released the music video to this And I'm a little torn on it Because the music video actually shows the ending scene um, To the movie And really spoils it um, But Universal Pictures decided to release that music video So I guess they're fine with it being out there uh, As much as I love this song And I love the, everything behind it I would say watch the movie first Um I enjoyed watching the music video because I had already seen the movie and I knew what was going to happen But if you haven't seen the movie and you just watched the music video It will spoil um, the whole ending for you So it's one of those things that I think you need to take in that final scene The way it's meant to be So um, just an amazing film uh, Paul Walker... Like I said, the way they handled it was beautiful um, You really can't notice uh, You know, I saw this movie with Geeky Pat and with Peeps uh, and, and with Friggins as well So shout out to Friggins who we got to meet for the first time in person um, And my brother-in-law So so we had a big group go see this And we were trying to afterwards, we were saying Man, what do you think about that one part? And what do you think about this part? And we were trying to nitpick kind of some of the scenes that we think he might have been, you know, the stand-in with his brothers or, or scenes he might not have been in But overall, it was perfect I mean, like, I, there wasn't very many moments that I felt like You know, that's a fake scene Or, or that's a CGI Paul Walker <laughs> or anything like that um, I'll say straight up I, mean, I, don't, I don't think you would call this a spoiler But the final scene in the movie when you see Paul Walker It is... CG'd over his brother's face They actually use a, a version Of Paul Walker from Fast Five When they're doing the street race With the cop cars And um it, It's a little it's a little obvious In that scene but like I said The ending of the movie is so perfect And touching that You understand what they did and you don't care So I, I'm just so impressed with how they handled it uh, my, my hat's off to James Wan who directed this one And he's never directed a Fast and Furious movie before uh, Justin Lin did 3, 4, 5, and 6 And so being being James Wan And kind of coming into this franchise And then having this catastrophe happen And then trying to finish your movie Without one of your leads And it just had to have been such a monumental task And it had to have been so grueling on him And he handled it really, really well 
Universal Pictures handled it really well They're not milking this for Paul Walker's death The movie doesn't play They never advertised it towards like his death Like it was just Hey, here's this movie It's not friends, it's family And that's what I love about this franchise uh, It looks like the franchise will continue um, No official word yet From Universal And I'll tell you also Don't sit through the credits Because we made that mistake and nothing happened um, but I was telling the guys afterwards That I can understand why there was no stinger in this movie Because the ending of the film was so perfect With the Paul Walker stuff How do you How do you just twist that And then throw in like a stinger Scene or something to try to lead you to number 8 7 just ends And wraps beautifully on its own And I think this is the closing Of the door to a certain part Of the Fast and Furious franchise And if they do continue with number 8 Or they do 8, 9, 10 as a new trilogy They're going to be a, a whole separate thing And <clears throat> um, I'm excited about it I think they should continue um, I I like that they wrap Brian O'Connor's story And I think that they should continue on their own They got enough of other characters They can bring Lucas Black back um, One of the big rumors going around And this was going to be a news article I talked about later But since we're talking about it now is that Eva Mendez, who was uh, in Too Fast, Too Furious, that she might be returning and have a big, big part to play in the number eight? So, lots of stuff that could lead us, you know, to to some new good memories um, for a new trilogy in this. Box office wise, this movie is crushing. It has made almost four hundred million dollars worldwide in just three days. Insane, insane. It is the April record holder of the biggest opening ever Breaking Captain America the Winter Soldier's record uh, Winter Soldier did $96 million Furious 7 did 143 Wow So 143 just in the US alone 384 million worldwide Just incredible Incredible So you know Universal Pictures wants to continue this franchise This might be the first Fast and Furious to hit a billion dollars um, It has made the most money out the gate of any of the films in the franchise But, you know, none of the other ones are going to have that Paul Walker factor And it or not, people were curious how it was going to be handled And they went in support of Paul The movie ends with For Paul And I think this show is definitely For Paul So hashtag for Paul, um, I was a big fan of Paul Walker. I supported pretty much any movie the dude came out in, and I was very happy to see his send off in Furious Seven. So, uh, out of the great five star scale, I give Furious Seven five out of five. How could you not? It has insane, over the top stunts, but we love it. Um, Vin Diesel is a superhero in his own right in these films. He's stronger than the Hulk, and I love it. And um, Jason Statham was badass The Paul Walker thing, the way it was handled The girls, the butts um, The action, everything The storytelling The little scene they interweaved with Tokyo Drift To make it all connect and make sense Bringing Lucas Black back It was all great Is it my favorite of the franchise? No I would actually go in order from 5, 6, 7 To be honest with you Fast 5 is my favorite of the bunch Followed by six and then seven So seven's my third favorite Of seven films so that, that means something It's still great I say go out and check it out You should see it especially 
If you're a fan of this franchise I don't know why you wouldn't have seen it already Because I know everybody I know that was curious to see it In the first weekend went and saw it But I highly recommend it Go see it, Furious 7 In theaters now 5 out of 5 stars Our first 5 star movie of 2015 It was my third most anticipated film of the year um, When we did our top 10 countdown And um I'm glad that I gave it a spot that high because it definitely deserved it and it and it earned its spot for damn sure. All right, let's get to the news of the week, my friends. Are you ready? Let's do this. Um, Fox has renewed New Girl for season five. I'm excited about that, even though Coach won't be on anymore, and I'm so sad about that. Um, but I'm glad to see New Girl return. I do love that show. Chio Hadari Coker is going to be serving as the showrunner for Marvel's Luke Cage over on Netflix FX has ordered a fourth season of The Americans Um, James Gunn is teaming with Wolf Wolf Creek's Craig McLean For a new movie called The Belko Experiment Uh, James Gunn wrote the script And um, I think the director of Wolf Creek is going to be Directing that one So not much is known about the Belko experiment But we do know it's coming Steven Dorff has joined Leatherface As a deranged lawman Um, Leatherface of course is them going back to the well And doing another prequel Of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Um, I am just going to call him Adewali Because I like Adewali But I don't want to butcher your name he was in Thor The Dark World He played The Curse And he is a pretty damn awesome actor He's got a very long unpronounceable name But on Twitter he just goes by Adewali So I'm just gonna call him Adewali here He has been signed to play Killer Croc In the Suicide Squad film So very very cool I'm excited about that um, I like that they're gonna introduce characters like this Into this world um, He probably will have a small role It'll probably just be something in like Arkham but I'm glad to see Adewale playing Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. Adewale Akinunoi Akabaji. Once again, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Mr. Hugh Jackman himself is going to be playing Apostle Paul for a new WB Pictures film. So, yeah. Showtime has renewed House of Lies. For another season I'm very excited about this I love the Don Cheadle show House of Lies So very cool to see that come back I'm a big big fan Um, The CW's Arrow himself Mr. Stephen Amell Is going to be playing Casey Jones In Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 So that is very very cool I'm very excited and happy For Mr. Amell who does an awesome job As Oliver Queen slash The Arrow and I'm um, glad to see him get some big screen exposure in TMNT 2. Uh, Mark, Iber- Mark, Mark, Iberg. Mark Wahlberg is eyeing doing the Boston Marathon bombing uh, that has been titled Patriots Day. So he's looking and circling doing something like that. Um, in the rumor mill, once again, it looks like we are finally going to get that first trailer for Batman v Superman. Possibly. Attached to Mad Max Fury Road So uh, fingers crossed That that is the case I hope it is Um, Speaking of trailers they're also saying that the new Star Wars trailer uh, Will possibly be debuting Before Age of Ultron So that makes a lot of sense in its own right too So 
Take those for what you will But they're looking to be pretty solid In those spots So I'm happy about it uh, In case you haven't seen it We talked a little bit about it last week But we posted it up on the Twitter and the Facebook page And that's The Rock doing the Bambi movie When he was on SNL uh, It's a little fake trailer for a movie called Bambi uh, Live action Bambi from Disney That The Rock actually plays Bambi on It's hilarious And if you haven't seen it Go check it out I can't say it enough um, Brian Singer debuts some more production art From X-Men Apocalypse Basically confirming to us that Angel Or maybe Archangel Is going to be involved in X-Men Apocalypse So very cool about that uh, Jay Basu is going to be writing The Metal Gear Solid movie script I know that our boy Peeps is super excited about that He's been clamoring for a Metal Gear movie Well it's coming my friend uh, the Flash and Arrow spinoff series has added Hawkgirl to its roster So that's pretty damn cool um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they end up doing With this Flash and Arrow spinoff show Jurassic World director Colin Tre- uh, Trevorrow Is going to be doing The Book of Henry uh, That's going to be his next project uh, Doctor Who's Arthur Darvel has also joined the Flash Arrow spinoff show Pride and Prejudice and Zombies Has been given an official release date Of February 19th 2016 Um Let's see here Major Laser which is a new Animated show that's coming to FXX uh, Has enlisted J.K. Simmons Andy Samberg and Aziz Ansari to do voices on it So once again that's called Major Laser Netflix's new show Bloodline Has just been given a second season So congratulations to that uh, The new Vacation movie um, Which is a sequel, not a reboot Of the uh, like National Lampoon's Vacation It was originally supposed to come out in December Has now been bumped all the way up To midsummer, And will now come out July 31st So they're pulling a Mission Impossible here Taking it from December And moving it up to the same exact date on July 31st So that means that they must be loving What they have filmed in this movie It always shows great hope From a studio that they Obviously see something and then they say Man this is great Let's get this out in prime time movie going area So I think it's a great move I'm very happy that it's going to get A prime summer Real estate release Looking very forward to the new vacation film Um We got confirmation And it was done in such great fashion On April Fool's for Deadpool Ryan Reynolds tweeted out on um, April 1st He had said a couple days before April 1st That they still had not decided on a rating yet for Deadpool Uh, That it was going to be You know that they're still fighting the good fight And they're trying to figure it out and make it work you know, they'll see what happens um, Then he came out on April 1st And he said, I'm here to confirm That Deadpool is going to be PG-13 He said, but don't worry We got plenty of chimichangas And uh, and violence And guns And, you, you, you know, we're still going to give you The best movie we can possibly give you And I was a little bummed about that I was like, man, that kind of sucks, man PG-13, I should, you know, and I figured I was like, you know, this makes sense Studio would kind of puss out a little bit And Decide to do PG-13 You know was what it was 
couple hours later we see a little uh, news clip hit the web from Extra You know the TV show Extra, Extra Hosted by Mario Lopez And Mario Lopez is doing um, He's doing basically a little mock interview with Ryan Reynolds And he's saying you know Hey you're filming Deadpool Tell us how it's going And Ryan Reynolds is talking about Deadpool And they're going back and forth It's a typical interview And and Mario Lopez brings up the PG-13 rating And says hey I know it was just announced That it's going to be PG-13 And Ryan Reynolds is like Yeah you know We're going to try to stay as truthful to the comic as we can And um, Mario Lopez starts kind of digging back Saying I think you guys made a good decision You should keep this movie family friendly And and as they're going back and forth You see Deadpool walk behind um, Mario Lopez And then when he walks back into frame He's holding like a big light rig And he smashes Mario Lopez over the head with it And he says fuck you Slater Um, And then it shows the Deadpool logo And it says April Fools we got you Deadpool's gonna be rated R And then Deadpool is holding um, A piece of paper with like a little cartoon Drawing of Deadpool killing Mar- Mario Lopez and then He says uh, don't worry Jesse Slater can't hurt you now <laughs> And So it was done so beautifully In this little mock video Deadpool is gonna be rated R How awesome is that we talk about this really in a lot of depth on the new Red Dragons Assemble show, so go check that out and hear how much we love it. Um, but this was such great news. I'm shocked. I really thought the studio was going to do a PG 13. They know what's up, they're giving it an R rating. Ryan Reynolds is so stoked to be doing this movie. You could tell the giddiness in him. They've been filming this thing like crazy. Photos are popping up all over the place. Um, it just looks like it's going to be so amazing uh, Photos surfaced today of them filming an action scene on a highway And it looks like it's that exact test, test footage That they did several months ago That got the movie greenlit Like that scene is going to be in the movie And that's pretty damn awesome So my hat is off to Ryan Reynolds And the whole creative team over at Deadpool For re- killing it in the I don't believe anything that comes out on, on April Fool's And when he said it was going to be PG-13 I never in a million years thought that that was an April Fool's joke And then for them to actually give us the Haha April Fool's By doing a, a mock extra interview with Mario Lopez <laughs> Classic and awesome Everything they've done so far with this from From debuting the outfit with him laying on the bearskin rug To this Everything Deadpool is just on fire right now This movie is going to make bank I guarantee it So excited Alright moving along um, We have the new second trailer for Spy Which is the new comedy film starring Melissa McCarthy And Jason Statham Coming out later this summer We got the new official trailer for Straight Outta Compton um, The uh, NWA biopic We got another new film uh, trailer Called The Gift which is starring Jason Bateman and Joel Egerton uh, Looks like a creepy little drama uh, Looking forward to it um, Biblical Epic Risen Is going to be starring Joseph Fiennes and Tom Felton And it has been given a January 22nd, 2016 release date uh, Anna Kendrick has joined Zac Efron and Adam Devine For a new comedy called Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates We've talked about this movie before But it's good to see Anna Kendrick get signed I, I love Anna Kendrick uh, Big Bang Theory star Johnny Galecki Has joined the cast of the Ring sequel Rings So uh, that's currently filming right now So congratulations there to Johnny Galecki um, 
The Rock is signed on to do the lead of the of the male the male lead in Disney's new animated musical called Mona. So that's pretty cool. Um, David Duchovny announces that Skinner and the Smoking Man are going to be in the X Files return. So that's very interesting. Um, Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig have shot a secret Lifetime original movie. I'm not lying about that. They did. I don't know why or what it's going to be, um, but uh, <laughs> they did. Uh, a Kardashian fashion series are among three new E unscripted shows over on the E channel, so you can click on that link if you want to learn more. Twilight actor Kellen Lutz is going to be hosting a new reality competition called Bullseye. Uh, Kevin James plots his TV return with a new Sony deal. Um, very excited about that. He's got a new Sony first look deal. Um, I'm a big Kevin James fan. I will never apologize for that. I love this guy. You know, he does a lot of kiddie type movies, but hey, he fits the audience that he's shooting for. But when it comes to TV sitcoms, King of Queens is the greatest half hour, 30 minute sitcom that's ever been on television. I own the entire set. That show makes me laugh so hard every time. Like I've never even seen an episode before. Um, so I'm looking forward to Kevin James doing a new sitcom deal. Um, with Sony, so looking very forward to seeing what he ends up coming up with. First, Whitaker is in negotiations to join Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner in the story of your life. Uh, the new Transporter movie, which is the Transporter Refueled, it was supposed to come out in August, has been bumped back a little bit to September now. Um, that Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig Lifetime movie is called A Deadly Adoption, by the way. Um, the Avengers Age of Ultron cast is going to be presenting Robert Downey Jr. with the MTV Generation Award uh, So that's going to be really, really cool on the MTV Awards here coming up We have a first look at Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Bell in the new movie Michelle Darnell Don't know much about it, but it's a pretty funny picture that came out We released the teaser for Ash vs. the Evil Dead which is going to be coming to stars um, It's just a little quick teaser Nothing really crazy But you get to see the poster and the teaser for it Disney is developing a live action Wait for it Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh Pooh. We have the new second trailer for Poltergeist You can check that out and it's awesome It's so awesome I can't wait to watch Poltergeist um, We have Everything Wrong with Fast and Furious 6 As well I knew it was coming He had done uh, The guy that does these Everything Wrong With videos Had done four And then he did five In the beginning of the week And I was like I bet you he does six By the end of the week And sure enough he did So He picks these movies apart Man Not cool Cinema Sins Not cool Gotta enjoy them For what they are Uh, Let's see what else We got here Um, We got the trailer And poster For a new movie Called Survivor Starring Pierce Brosnan And Mila Jovovich Netflix is once again getting in negotiations and set to revive another show that's been off the air for God knows how long. We're talking about Full House, baby. Yeah, Full House with uh, Candace and Andrea Barber. Candace Cameron. Looking pretty cute still. Oh no, I just lost my spot. See, that's what happens You click the wrong thing And then all of a sudden you're like Oh shit, you just lost my spot Alright, so sorry about that So, basically Full House uh, is looking to be revived As a 13 episode revival of the show That they're going to be calling Fuller House (laughs) 
Fuller House would be a 13 episode revival That would star Candace Cameron As DJ Tanner And Andrea Barber as her best friend Kimmy Gibbler um, It does state that John Stamos Bob Saget and Dave Couliar Would make guest appearances on the show John Stamos would also produce the show um, Yeah So that's all that we know right now uh, when it comes to the Fuller House <laughs> reunion, but hey, man, you know we'll give it a shot, right? It's Netflix. We'll see what happens. Uh, TNT, TNT knows drama, and they also have a lineup released for all their shows and their return dates. So let's see, Major Crime season four going to be premiering on Monday, June eighth. Murder in the First season two premiere Monday, June eighth. Rizzoli and Isles Premiere Season 6 premiere Tuesday June 16th A new show called Proof It's a series premiere on Tuesday June 16th The Last Ship um, Which I did like I watched The Last Ship last summer uh, Two hour season premiere for Season 2 will, will be on Sunday June 21st Falling Skies It's going to be it's final season And it's premiere is June 28th Sunday June 28th Cold Justice is going to be Friday July 31st Um Let's see Cold Justice Sex Crimes Premieres Friday July 31st Legends Season 2 Premieres Tuesday August 25th Public Morals is a is a New show series premiere will be On Monday August 17th Um yep So there you go that is Your summer Lineup for TNT TNT knows drama um, We have the first fo- photos and details Of this summer's sequel Sinister 2 We posted a little teaser too It's a teaser teaser I mean it's like 15 seconds But at least you get to see a little bit of footage For Sinister 2 Because Bagul is back uh, Netflix has renewed House of Cards For season 4 um, honestly, this next piece of news I thought was a April Fool's joke, even though the news dropped on April third. It dropped on April third, and I said, "This is fake, right? This is this is uh, April Fool's joke, right?" It's not. Here we go. Hasbro and 20th Century Fox are planning to make a Play-Doh movie, and it's looking to be directed by Paul Feig. Paul Feig, of course, who directed Spy, the movie I just talked about with Melissa McCarthy. He did Bridesmaids and he did The Heat And he's doing the new Ghostbusters reboot So now he's in talks To write and direct a Play-Doh movie I don't know what to really say About this I want to trash it up and down But there was this little movie That came out last year called the Lego movie That I thought was the dumbest idea in the world And it turned out to be amazing So I will hold my judgment I'm just a little bit confused On why a Play-Doh movie Especially with Paul Feig <laughs> So I don't know uh, Tom Hardy has signed on For three more Mad Max movies So man we could begin four Mad Max movies here in the next several years With uh, Tom Hardy very very cool Of course Mad Max Fury Road Hits theaters on May 15th Brian Singer has confirmed that the Rogue cut of X-Men Days of Future Past Has 17 extra Minutes in it I'm so excited about this I can't wait to get the road cut There is no official release date yet But it will be coming to Blu-ray and digital Later I believe this summer um, The reason Brian Singer came out And, and stated the exact time Was because some other article Was promoting like 
Oh the row cut is only 11 minutes longer It's 11 minutes and all these sites started saying Oh the row cut's 11 minutes longer So he finally came out on Twitter and Instagram And was like no The row cut is 17 minutes long So that's really cool I don't think all 17 minutes are just Anna Paquin As Rogue um, I think a lot of it is her scenes put back in But then there's going to be more to it On top of that that they ended up trimming So he said he's put some little nuggets back in there That he wants everybody to enjoy So I can't wait I want to see X-Men Days of Future Past Delivered to me In it's pure original form with No cuts And that's what the row cut's going to be 17 extra minutes, I'm down I will be buying this again on Blu-ray When it's released uh, Mr. Danny Trejo himself has confirmed that Machete Kills Again in Space is going to be made He says they're going to start filming this movie later this year uh, Which makes me very happy I'm a big fan of Machete Big, big fan of the first movie Second movie, Machete Kills, not so much I thought they kind of overdid it and it wasn't as fun Machete Kills in Space Machete Kills Again in Space I hope they could get back to that formula of the first movie Know where they kind of went wrong with the second one And give me something that's awesome Regardless, I will be there in the theater watching this when it comes out I'm glad that Robert Rodriguez is moving forward with it Um, Machete Kills didn't make a lot of money And a lot of people did not expect that they were going to be doing a sequel to this I still don't even believe 100% they're doing a sequel to this um, But Danny Trejo said Oh and we've talked about it It's confirmed and we're we're going to start filming here In a couple months So we'll see Take it for what it is But it looks like we are getting Machete Kills again in space James Gunn has finished writing Guardians of the Galaxy 2 He's turned in his treatment to Marvel And he has confirmed that Karen Gillian Will return as Nebula so I love Karen, I'm very happy to see her Make her return To the Guardians of the Galaxy Saga We have a new trailer for a movie called Aurora Which I wanted to name my daughter That's a true story I was going to name her Aurora But my wife didn't like it very much um, Let's see what else we got here uh, George R. R. Martin is developing a new HBO series Called Captain Cosmos Kristen Wiig has been added to the cast of Zoolander 2 And they're now currently filming So that's pretty damn awesome Uh, The Muppets is getting revived over at ABC uh, With the Big Bang Theory co-creator I don't know how Muppets would be back on television now But I guess we'll see Uh, The Sci-Fi Channel along with Chris Hardwick Are developing a new weekly Nerdist news series that's coming out Bob Odenkirk and David Cross Sketch comedy series is going to be Coming to Netflix Yep, Netflix is blowing up man It's becoming the one big network that everybody wants NBC has ordered a pair of magic specials Starring the America's Got Talent winner I'm very happy about this I forget this kid's name and I apologize I just don't want to click the article uh, To get into it Uh, But this dude was awesome I watched America's Got Talent He blew me away with his magic skills And I wanted him to win And he did win And I'm glad that NBC liked what he did so much That they're going to give him a couple magic specials To do on NBC Very very cool Let's see here Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing some press For Terminator Genesis And he said that he was thankful That he wasn't in Terminator Salvation Because it sucked (laughs) Now Arnold I don't know about all that I think Terminator Salvation was probably better than Terminator 3 To be honest with you (laughs) 
<laughs> but I like Salvation. I would I would have liked to have seen Sam Worthington come back and see them continue the trend. But now we got the Terminator Genesis. We got our new time bubble, you know, twist on the story. So we'll see. It was just kind of interesting to see Arnold say he didn't like Salvation, uh, especially because they used that that CGI version of him uh, towards the end of the film. Jason Statham opened up about why he left the Transporter franchise I found this very interesting I was very curious as to why Jason Statham left I thought he really cared about doing the Transporter series He said the reason he left was that they wanted to negotiate with him They said we want to sign you to do three more films We want to do a new trilogy And we'll pay you X amount of money Well he said that the dollar amount that they wanted to pay him For the trilogy of movies was less than what he made on one film in the original trilogy. So he was like, um, no. <laughs> He's like, if you want me to stay, pay me accordingly. And they said, um, no. So they decided to part ways. Now they got Ed Screen in, and now he's the one doing it for pennies to the dollar, and he'll be seen in September on Transporter Refueled. Um, it's very sad that Jason Statham had to drop out of the series I'm a big fan of Transporter 1 and 2 I did not like 3 at all um, But I would have loved to have seen him stick with the franchise I hate when Hollywood tries to play this game with people Like how can you say Let's say they offered him 10 million to do 3 Or 5, 5 million to do 3 movies right And he's like dude I made 5 million just doing the third one you know, like, and how could a studio not be like, yeah, you're right, man. Let, let's hook you up. Let's we'll do five million for the first one, and then seven for the second, and nine for the third. How could you offer to pay less than what the dude made on one film to do three? I don't blame him now. Reading this article, knowing what he did, and why he left the franchise. So good job, Jason. Hopefully, he's got a new franchise with the Furious. Uh, Furious 7 has also set a new April opening day record As on Friday alone it brought in $67.3 million Which was a record uh, for a Friday business And on top of that it made it, it hit a midnight screening record too Bringing in $15 million just in midnight showings um, Let's see here Sorry, bear with me. I'm just skipping some stuff we've talked about already. Um, David Lynch has left the Twin Peaks uh, Showtime reboot. So that's a bummer. I know a lot of people were excited that that David Lynch was actually bringing the show back himself to Showtime. Um, But it looks like it's over money. Shocker. uh, That they don't want to pay David Lynch what he's worth. And he said, okay then, peace out. But he's still going to allow them to make it if they want So it looks like Showtime's trying to make it work They want to move forward But at this point it will be without David Lynch Um, We posted on our Twitter page And um, um, Yeah our Twitter page sorry I was looking at something else and then trying to talk at the same time It doesn't work very well If you just go to our Twitter page Which is twitter.com slash am I on the air you can watch that music video I told you about um, Called See You Again um, Very very cool music video And hence the show title for tonight's show We have a brand new This just dropped this morning They're calling it the final trailer for Age of Ultron It's not really a final trailer It's more of a extended TV spot Which I've seen um, It pretty much is like the last TV spot But they made it about 
15 seconds longer And there's a couple brand new scenes in it But for the most part it's all stuff that you've seen In the last trailer Still awesome by the way And I can't believe we're only a couple weeks away From Avengers Age of Ultron It's finally going to be here I'm so so excited Warner Brothers Is reportedly eyeing uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller To direct the Flash movie Um, We know the Flash movie's coming in 2018 Actually on my birthday, March 23rd, 2018 With Ezra Miller playing the Flash Um, Warner Brothers loves what Phil Lord and Chris Miller have done so far With 21 and 22 Jump Street, the Lego movie, so forth That they really are pursuing them to direct No word yet if they want to or they're interested or anything like that But man, I'll tell you They can get these two guys to direct the Flash It's going to be incredible so very excited to see what happens with that We have the first uh, trailer For The Last Ship Season 2 You can check that out uh, We have a new trailer from Marvel's Daredevil Which does come out on Netflix This Friday, April 10th All 13 episodes ready for binging Marvel's Daredevil I'm so excited Netflix is also going to be premiering Special Correspondence Which is a new show that's going to be starring Ricky Gervais And Eric Bana So that's going to be pretty cool I like the lineup for that We have the first trailer for Pound of Flesh uh, Starring Jean-Claude Van Damme Hell yeah, check it out Sci-fi is greenlit Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's new show Called Incorporated I'm excited about this too You know I love Banshee It's my favorite show on television I'm kind of having withdrawals right now Because Banshee ended several weeks ago And I'm like I don't have any Banshee to watch And I'm so I want to watch Banshee But to hold me over We get casting news like this It was just announced earlier today That Eliza Dushku is going to be joining Cinemax's Banshee Very excited about this And maybe we'll get Elijah nude Finally because everybody gets nude on Banshee So hopefully that's in her contract Congratulations Eliza and welcome to the show Very excited to have you here Um Let's see here We got the new poster for Mad Max Fury Road You can check that out on the Twitter and the Facebook page We already talked about Eva Mendez Possibly coming back for Fast and Furious 8 They're talking with her And maybe seeing if they can work it out They have an idea of where they want to go story wise If she comes back And if she doesn't They gotta figure something else out But I would love to see her back We saw her Like I said she was in number 2 She was in Too Fast Too Furious um, we saw her pop up in a little cameo As an agent working with the Rocks character Hobbs In the little stinger uh, After credit stinger in Fast Five So she's out there in that universe still I say bring her back I expected her to be back in number six I was very shocked that she wasn't um, Spectre, the new James Bond movie uh, Is going to be uh, kind of on halt a little bit Daniel Craig got hurt while filming And he's going to be missing three weeks of filming Due to having to get knee surgery From an injury on set Uh, They're going to try to continue filming And film the other stuff kind of around him But Daniel Craig himself is going to be missing Three weeks of filming on Spectre And that will do it my friends That is your news of the week Let's get over to our box office and release dates And we'll wrap this baby up Alrighty, alrighty So, let's go computer I don't know why we're going so slow all of a sudden So, on DVD and Blu-ray this week Is going to be a most violent year I want to see this film I have not had a chance to yet 
Um, but I will soon. So we'll see what's up. But it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow. In theaters this Friday, which isn't going to matter because Furious 7 is going to kill it again at the box office. But it's Ex Machina, Kill Me Three Times, and The Longest Ride. Um, the Longest Ride looks like one of the most horrible movies to come out in years. Um, Kill Me Three Times looks like a straight-to-video type of movie. I don't know why it's getting a big release. Uh, but Ex Machina looks amazing, and I've heard great things. I heard the reviews of this film at South by Southwest Festival a couple weeks ago were outstanding. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this. I showed the trailer to Geeky Pat. I know he's down, so I think we might be going to check out some Ex Machina this weekend. See who else is interested. So that's in theaters this Friday. Here's our weekend box office. You ready? Number 10, the second best exotic Marigold Hotel with 1 million. Number 9, Do You Believe with 1.5 million. Number 8, Kingsman, The Secret Service with 1.7 million. Number 7 is Woman in Gold. That's a debut uh, with 2 million. Number 6 is It Follows with 2.5 million. Number 5 is The Divergent Series with Insurgent coming in with 10 million. Number 4 is Cinderella with 10.3 million. Number 3 is Get Hard with 12.9 million. Number two is last week's number one. It's Home, the new Dreams, DreamWorks animated film. Home, bringing in $27.4 million. And like we already discussed, no shocker here, your number one film of this weekend, Furious 7, bringing in $143.6 million, $384 million worldwide. It is massive. The biggest April opening of all time. Woo! Congratulations. I love it. Let's keep the series rocking for Paul. Mm-mm-mm. See you again. Till I see you again. That'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to another new edition of Am I on the Air? You can bookmark our official webpage, please, at amiontheair.com. Yes, bookmark it. There you can listen to the show. You can listen to Am I Still on the Airs. You can listen to reviews. Or not listen to reviews, but you can look at reviews. You can um, look at the box office and release dates. You can look at movie trailers. It's all there, amiontheair.com. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You can follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. You can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. You can find us on iTunes. You can download, rate, and subscribe. Please give us five stars. It'd be awesome. Um, you can listen to us on Stitcher as well. Stitcher is your mobile app that you can get on your phone. Listen to us on the go. Check out Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. We're on Google+. We're on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Am I on the Air. We're on Instagram and Am I on the Air? We're all over the place. So check it out, alright? Um, please check out Red Dragons Assemble. It's an awesome episode. Take your time with it if you need to. Listen to two, the number two from Red Dragons Assemble with myself, Geeky Pad and Peeps, breaking down all the entertainment news from March. It's awesome. You can listen to it on RedDragonsRadio.com. Alright, go 
Go to RedDragonsRadio.com Listen to Red Dragons Assemble Listen to Am I on the Air Listen to Am I Still on the Air Listen to This Week with the Geek Listen to The People's Forum Listen to Out of the Rifts Listen to Pro Wrestling Nation Listen to The Brothers of Destruction Podcast Listen to Inside the Ropes Listen to Future Endeavors Listen to everything that Red Dragons Radio has to offer you Why not? Because that's the whole point of it It's a one stop shop baby um, speaking of Am I Still in the Air We will be doing one later this week With myself and Geeky Pat He'll be joining me here in the Red Dragons Radio Studios As we talk about The Fast and Furious series As a whole um, From 1 through 7 It will be spoiler talk So we'll talk about how 7 ended How everything involved with number 7 With the whole franchise um, We're both big big fans of this And we want to talk more about it So look for that Am I Still in the Air Fast and Furious special Coming with myself and Geeky Pat Later this week on Am I Still On The Air Other than that I think I've pimped what I've had to pimp So My name is Don Mega I thank you for listening And until next time Peace Dragons Red Dragons Red Dragons Radio.